You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. Nobody wants to hear that. Plus, then we would have to provide the context. We're all Imogen heaping the explosion in China. (laughs) I was going to be like, I was like, (laughs) or one of us is dying. Right. (laughs) Or one of us shot the other one. Exactly. I'm not going to say anything for the rest of that podcast because I don't want to be associated with their comment. (laughs) What's Imogen thing? Imogen Imogen Heap is the name of the singer who did the Ooh What You Say song. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Think of her as the the Sia of a previous generation. The what? You know, Sia. No. You know the singer who... I'm going to go with no. No, you, nope. you've definitely heard it because we talked about her songs on another podcast. Really? Was yeah. I here? Yes. Yeah. She was the one. She was like a very, very good little blonde dancer who is now her basically... Muse? Daughter? Uh, no, no, I would, Adoptive I, daughter? No, I was, I was going to say Avatar, uh-huh. right? Because she's no longer a public persona, right? Like, right, it's just a little she girl. She just like hides her face and sings and then this girl does her dancing. I watched the music video that she did with... What's his name? The The guy that everybody likes to hate. Shia LaBeouf, mm-hmm. and Actual it was wonderful. Level. I really yeah, thought yeah, that was a really great, like, he knows how to dance, and yeah. she knows how to dance, and that huge cage thing, that was yeah. awesome. It was great. Yeah. All right. So what's Su- the lead story today? Super strong start. Well. Imogen Heap versus Sia. Yep. <laughs> Who is better to play when you get shot? Right. John, you said you had something pretty I big. do. So there was something very special that happened last week in my Dungeons & Dragons game. Oh. I, wanna, I, I was going to say I got engaged. You're like, no, 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 something really important. Something actually important. <laughs> Come okay, on. wait, wait. Is it the f- the fifth ed? No, it's no. the fourth ed game. Okay. I just want to like where I, two players made poor decisions that impacted the rest of the party. I and think we nearly died. I think literally everybody made poor decisions, and I just want to like talk two about players especially. Well, okay. So so here's the scene for those of you who were not there. I would like to hear this. Yes, Let's paint a word so picture. There was there, like the campaign's been going on for literally years, like mm-hmm. five years now, almost six, six, six years, like yeah. since the start of fourth ed. So like everybody's a relatively experienced D and D player at this point. Even if even if they don't pay attention to the game very well and they don't follow the rules very well, everybody's been playing for at least four Does, years. Are you I talking will, about Danny? Was I that will, Danny? No, no, not he even. wasn't even there. I yeah. will put as a caveat. Yeah, and I and I said this to Jaime. Yeah. Afterwards, I was like, the o- my only minor issue with how everything went down yeah. was that we haven't played in months. Okay. That is my, like, you can start that off. We haven't played in months, and I think that the rookie... I think it was six weeks. Maybe maybe, f- maybe two, months. two months. Yeah, but, but whatever. For me, it was at least two months. I still, like, this is, like, a big dilemma as a DM, you know? Like, you guys made, the players, like, so a big part of the campaign is revolved around trying to find the lair of this this wizard. They finally found the lair of the wizard, and the wizard is not there. So they're going in, they're, like, very carefully investigating everything. They see magical auras all over the place. And then I put down the combat map, you know, on the table. So obviously there's a fight that's going to happen. And then somebody uses detect magic, and they see all these little, like, points of magical energy around the wizard lair, right? So I draw the little points all over the map. And then the party keeps exploring the wizard lair without, like, touching anything until they finally touch something. Then all the defenses activate, and then they get attacked by these robots. When he says the party, he means two players. Yeah. 
Well, whatever. Somebody touched it. It doesn't matter who. The fight, the fight then ensues, right? Yeah. And then all of those points that they investigated turn out to be very powerful magical traps. And they don't do anything about the traps. They just, like, let themselves get exploded on by these traps time and time again. To the point where one of the players actually died. Yep. Nip, one and is then down. One, like, another one is unconscious. And yeah. then two of them are, like, within three hit points of dying. And we had to stop because it was, like, 1130. Yeah. So... The party is, like, millimeters away from a total wipe. And, like, as a GM, like, I feel like my job is to make these fights at least interesting. And this is, yeah. like, a super experienced D&D group. So I feel like I, I don't have to pull punches. They're all level 15, so it's or 14. So it's, yeah. like, they're, like, at the point where they should be able to handle this kind of stuff. And they just made, like, boneheaded decision one after the other the like whole I way said, through the fight. I was, like, I was certainly not firing on all cylinders. No, nobody was. And, I mean, and on top of that, I only came in in the second round. So, yeah. like, the opportunity to disarm. Nope. You guys, anybody could have investigated those things. No, 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 I'm saying, but the opportunity to disarm before the battle was, I didn't even get the chance to. No. And when you said, I grabbed the book, I said, are you fucking serious? Yeah. From Table Talk. Who grabbed the book? Nip. Yeah. So, like, like, I was like, I as a player, and then also as a player. Yeah. I think I got hit by the traps once when I got pulled into them because I'm just like fucking kitey and run around, and they almost yeah. did nothing to me. As but then player, other, other players, like the monsters, had a teleporty power that could like teleport the players into the traps. So yeah. they just like kept getting dumped into the traps, yeah, exactly. and the traps like, did more damage than the monsters. Absolutely, almost. but yeah. like as a character, they didn't affect me that much. No, and as a character, I wasn't close enough to fucking. But if you had disarmed one, which you could have done, like you, I was never you, even on the floor. Okay, but you still could have gone down there and done that. I would have died. I'm so and, weak. And it would you would have <laughs> prevented more damage than any of your powers could heal. I'm not a healer, so that makes sense. Okay, but whatever. You know what I mean, <laughs> yeah, right? No, you could have done more in the fight than you like. I understand. There was like rounds where you shot your little zappy things for like twelve damage or whatever. You or, or even thirty damage. You could have gone down and disarmed a trap with that turn and and prevented somebody Nip from literally dying. Right? Yeah, but Nip. So who died? Nip. Nip, and yeah. Nip didn't do it. Fucking Mark you, absolutely should have disarmed those fucking traps. Mark, if he's fucking ganked around on the yeah, fucking yeah, he's the only one. He doesn't have thievery and he doesn't have arcana, so he had literally no way to do it. But everybody else could have. He could have. So Nip died and Nip died. Mark is unconscious. I don't remember who Mark. the other one is. He's not actually dead, dead, but he's unconscious. Mark okay. is down. Yeah, Mark is so Mark is unconscious. Corian has like one HP. Yeah, and then Istalil is there, and he has like. He still has his his uh, yeah. second wind. I don't know the yeah. character names. Who are the Hi players? Hi, Hi, Okay. I still have my second wind. I have a potion of invulnerability on. Yeah. And I'm okay for HP. And ho- theoretically, the potion of invulnerability should at least... Because I was like... I, I like Anything else? Like, I drink a potion of invulnerability because I'm standing in between two gargoyles and all my friends are dead. <laughs> like... <laughs> anyway, the only reason I bring this up is just like... It's a dilemma as a GM. Do I, do I feel okay murdering literally all of the players in the like last second to last encounter of the game? Or do I... What do I do? Mm. Murder them all. Give them new character sheets. Start, start at level one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, like... Push as until your 40s. Yeah. <laughs> as, a, as a... I've not DM'd that much. But when I have DM'd, it's always been fucking... Light-hearted. silliness. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I, like... I've, I've never had a problem fucking... Like I said, not nearly the level of experience DM as you are. But I've never had a problem just, like, fucking fixing things a little bit even if it like punishing players without killing them so that the story kind of goes yeah the way that i want it to go like i mean you've done that before too like take you... some arms i don't mean weapons i mean arms. literal arms yeah. no but that's it like you and you certainly punished us for boneheaded decisions without sure, killing sure, us sure. and stuff and i mean like you can there are ways because it's like you don't one player dying here and there 
is like not the worst. Not the worst, and like, and the story goes together. But it's like literally, if you party wipe, it's like fucking Vince in the Fifth Ed game. How many characters has he made? Like, he he. For some reason, Vince just has the worst luck. Like, oh him, my god, it's in, so funny. In every game I've played with him that I've GM'd, I've murdered his characters like two or three times in each game, and it's never like on purpose. He's always just the one that gets like super crit when he's at two hit points. <laughs> oh my god, this that guy was has funny. the worst luck. The first time I met this in the guy, cave, what were those bat things that like came and Sturgis. killed him? He's fucking he's murdered pl- in one round. He's playing this little, like, squishy monk character. He <laughs> runs ahead of the party to scout, and then he runs into a room that's, like, full of a, a cloud of steerages. They I'm all a fucking roll. paladin. I'm there. I should go ahead. And nope. he, he goes. And they all they, they all get, like, 30 initiative. They all go, <laughs> suck all his blood out in one round, and he just falls over dead. Well, dead. It was, was that, like, that his was, stupidity? That was my bread box. That was, yeah. When I ran a game, my bread box in it, and he just died. He just kept making those decisions. Like Was, it, was that his stupidity, though? Like, because I remember once I was like, okay, they're like, what's going to go up? I'm like, I'm going to run up a little bit, and then I'm going to, like, cast, like, a mass slow effect to hold everybody at bay. And then you guys are going to come up and support me. And they're like, all right. And then they just, like, all split and run to the sides. And I'm like, <laughs> well, you left your controller, ran up by himself, and then everybody else was supposed to, like, Back form a wall up. around me. Nope. And that was other players. But if I you just know. run off. I was, whenever I'm in that game, I always feel like, like, two of the players are high. That is possibly true. Yeah. Yeah. But that's okay. Like that's that one is supposed to be like kind of lighthearted D and D. I don't know. I always felt so disjointed. We also so had weird. at least two players high. Like hurting probably. fucking probably. Cats. Like We constantly have two players high. Or the one time I had the fir- the perfect fucking plan <laughs> that was the only way that this could have worked, but I kept rolling ones. Yep, that yep. was amazing. That happens too. Yeah, we have two players high all the time. Yeah. They're not DDR, so we have two players high plus a DDR. Yep, <laughs> DDR. <laughs> <laughs> so there's not a lot going in our favor. Plus a nip who doesn't like. As smart as he can be, occasionally just fucking... What's DDR like as a player? If he takes a really long time, he can figure stuff out. Yeah. If he makes... I really... I love you, DDR. I don't even know if you listen. Who knows? But I feel that one of his great like shortcomings as a person is that he doesn't think the best on his feet. Like, if he makes snap decisions, they're often wrong. Yeah. If he thinks about them... They're often right. They're often right. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's it. But, like, his first instinct is usually you're like, what? And, he, and he's he, like, hang on, I take that back. So, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how, how familiar you guys are with 4th edition, but, like, your characters get, get like, types, like, powers, right? And then you get, like, a power card that says what the power does. And at the, at the level that they're at, you can have, I don't know, 20 powers? No, uh, with, in your with, sheet, with, items? with all the items, and with feats? all of the, the consumables, Christ, with all your feats, they, they're a level 14, right? So they have like t- 20 of them. I can and then, barely fucking keep up, and I'm what, level 5? Yeah, and wizards get double that, because every every power that they have, they go in the spell book, and then they can swap them out. So yeah, his, yeah. his character sheet is like literally twice the size mm-hmm. of everybody else's. So if you're, if you're like a person who has trouble when you have too many choices, you are going to get so, so fucked with a wizard. And he just went for like the, the hardest, most yeah, controlly yeah. type of wizard Yeah, there exactly. Is. He didn't even go for like a blasty wizard. He went no. for like a control wizard who like moves things around creates teleports creates did he are still yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. and I mean and his original character was Brubax who was a his name was Brubax and he wielded a Brubax <laughs> which was a big axe that he called the Brubax and then it was like the Smurfs when he would go up and do things to people he would Brubax them so he, was I like, love it. Brubax. he got a smaller axe which was also a Brubax <laughs> that's right then I, he wanted to fuck a wench with his Brubax <laughs> This sounds a lot like John's character in our, in <laughs> our little, game. Yeah. yeah, a little bit. Regardless, that character fucking had to run up to things and smash them. Yeah. And he did it like nobody's business. And he, he, did and he so stacked well. all of his powers stacked together to make smashing the fucking focal point. And DDR would be like, I run up to it and smash it. And he'd be good at that. And yep. like, then people would flank with him and he would smash. Yep. It was good times. And now his character, 
is a little more controlling, and he has a ton of decisions. And then he, like, he also, because you have to also kind of, like, make the decisions about, like, what sort of fight you are before having a fight, we're just sort of like, DDR, do that wall thing. And he's like, I didn't prepare that spell today, guys. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're just like, why not? And he's like, I didn't think I would need it. I was like, it's the best spell. <laughs> Whatever other spell you have other than the wall thing is not the spell you should ever quit. <laughs> Anyway, that's the that's the big drama in my life too. I, like my this is like my favorite D and D game. I murdered all my players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, how do you come back from that? Make them play the I evil side. We're not all dead. What's no, the no, next no, game? It's, it's the thing, okay, here's the thing. Like Jaime and I were talking about this yeah. ever so briefly. I was like, I have my at will that slows, and he has some range things. And I was like, at the sacrifice of T Chad, Nip, and Mark, I can run up to the thing. And we can probably kite them for a really long time. It would be a very long, dumb thing, but they'd always be slowed, so they could only ever move four. We could run around the perimeter. They're too big to go up the stairs. Yep. No, they're not. The stairs are two by two. You drew them. Oh, okay. Yep. Either way, we could still run up and downstairs. It'd be like fucking Scooby-Doo. Like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. That's not Scooby-Doo. That's fucking Yakety Sax. Benny Shout it. Shout it. Shout it out loud. Why are we singing Kiss? I like it. Because the new Scooby-Doo Kiss movie came out. What? Kiss. fucking segue. That. That's a hell of a segue, Scott. Are you Scott. kidding me? That's it amazing. It is amazing. It is so trippy. Is it animated? It's an- it would yeah, have to it's be, animated. Yeah. It's, it's Scooby-Doo and Kiss, the rock and roll mystery. And it's amazing. Awesome. I need to it see this. Totally delivers. Is it on Netflix? No. No, it is uh, available for purchase on all your legal internet purchase huh. purchases. Thank you, place. corporate man. Um, uh, the four members of KISS all voice themselves. Crazy. New well, yeah, members. That, that, Scooby-Doo's always New like members? that, though. So no Ace and no Peter, but the current four. Ace Freely and Peter Chris aren't in KISS anymore. Uh, but they're the only two like that I have posters years. on my wall of. So now it's just Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley and Plus, two other dudes. Yeah, Tommy so and weird. Eric. Huh. Two, they don't play Gene Simmons, he's, uh, Paul Stanley. And they don't play themselves. They play the demon, the star child, the cat man. Whoa. The That's space cool. Man. Okay, but hang on a second. Like Psycho Circus style. No, but I'm just saying, but they're no, like, okay. Sophie's going to know the cast members better. But I feel that, like, the cat man is already someone. It's Peter yeah. Chris. Yeah, exactly. Well, it was. But some of the new guys just became the cat again. Yep. I feel like that's weird. You take like on the personas of the band. That's that's what Kiss is. Mm-hmm. Even when Gene Simmons wasn't in a band, the, the new singer, they whoever it the was, demon? they still had the demon makeup. I just like that. No. I thought they all got their own. Like, every member would have their own. Some of them that's Marilyn the Manson. L- yeah. No, some yeah. of the ones in the 80s did have different ones when Ace and Peter weren't, weren't in the band. Okay. But I'd be like, there's just <laughs> too confusing. My the, Kiss name is Rocket Dick. The demon, the cat, the star child, Rocket Dick. <laughs> 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 that's why they and never that's let why members of the is not in. This is not that's the only reason I'm not in. Literally, kids. the only reason you are not in. Kids. Exactly. Rocket um, dick. Uh, uh, no, we're going to pass. So, on. when they do the inevitable Scooby Doo run away from the monster chase scene, mm-hmm. they play Shout It Out Loud. That's amazing. As, as they're running away. That's it's wicked. Amazing. Uh, the animation is insane. Did you show it to your kid? Did he love it? Uh, I wanted to watch it first. I'm not going to show it to him because it's scary insane well yeah but also judging by like uh mystery incorporated like there's some pretty scary parts too like yeah, uh, it's, like it's he gets a little scared he'll he'll also my kid will let me know when he's scared of stuff mm-hmm. is it like the old ones or is it like trippier because i mean no yeah, there's a 20 minute scene that looks like it was stolen from jack kirby from like, what jack kirby okay from 1970s silver surfer comics like, Jesus. Oh, that's really fucking trippy. nuts okay 
Um, seven Kiss songs play throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, How long is it? Like an hour and a half? It's like an hour and a half, yeah. Uh, cool. Ooh, yeah. I want to watch it. Are they good Kiss songs? Well, one of them is Shout and, Out Loud. Oh, the, the best thing is the evil monster, the Destroyer, is voiced by Darius Rucker. Who's Darius Rucker? You might know him better as the lead singer of Hootie and the Blowfish. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my also God. known as the arch enemy of Kiss. That's amazing. Are they arch enemies? Well, yes. if you were going to pick a band that was going to be an arch enemy of Kiss, wouldn't you pick Hootie, Hootie and the Blowfish? or the Blowfish? No. They'd be up That's there. That's not something that I would... Would you know. What was Hootie and the Blowfish's big song? I only want to be with you. I don't want to be with you. Yeah. It's a lame song. It I is. never like everything them. about Hootie yeah. and the Blowfish. Like they're is, the anti-kiss. Like yeah. The, like yeah. the unkiss. Yeah. Okay, okay. I guess in that sense, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. The it's only like, one that would be maybe better would be like Dave Matthews. Yeah. Bam. 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 They're like, um, we need to save music <laughs> from, from Dave, Dave Matthews. Matthews. No, Kevin I, Smith and Jason Mewes play the two workers at the theme park who first meet the monster and run away scared. So they look like Jay and Silent Bob. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. No, they're like they're like the workers. Uh, been, I mean, they the could have been workers. Could have been like a heftier guy with a beard and overalls, and then like a skinnier guy with long blonde hair they and are. overalls. Okay, yeah. so they look like Jay and Silent Bob in overalls. Well, yeah, they look like <laughs> yeah. Jay and Kevin. Yeah, yes, hmm. which are Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah. Uh, it kicked so much ass. I was super happy that I watched it. Okay. I, I really like the Scooby-Doo WrestleMania mystery that came out a couple years ago. Didn't see it. Didn't see it either. It's, it's Scooby-Doo. Fucking Tim at work's always talking about Scooby-Doo. has been making me want to watch them, but like... Mystery Incorporated is amazing. Mystery Incorporated yeah. is fantastic. Uh, the That's new TV live series? Action? No, 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 no. That was... It's a TV show, shit. but it has like it has like oh. a meta plot mm-hmm. that like goes through like each season has a like... an. There's, like, episodic mysteries, but then also, like, an overarching mystery for the season. Cool. Where it's, like, there's, like, little clues. Like little True Detective. Yeah, exactly. Like, little bits and pieces <laughs> of the story will drop. Yeah, with, with little bits of the occult. Maybe it's occult. Yeah. Maybe it's not. But there's also... Yeah, but in the end, it turns out to be normal. And then you kill some guy with an axe to the head. Right. It's really dark, that first season of Scooby-Doo. Yeah. So, Don, did you, did you finish off True Detective 2? I did. And, and I, mean, I guess... Try I feel to like there's avoid. a big discussion to have about this. We, I mean, just try to avoid spoilers, and we can maybe catch up and come what? back to it on a later no, episode. No, don't avoid spoilers. Ruin it for no, him. I'm not going to ruin. Revenge, no. Keith. No, I've only seen the first episode. <laughs> okay, I like. I feel like overall impressions. I, I don't feel like it came together well enough to make me happy. Okay. But uh-huh. I found myself still thinking about it days later, enough to like want to go back and rewatch the whole thing hmm. to like reassess. And and then I'm thinking back also to when I first finished the first season. I also really didn't like the ending, but then it, like it grew on me a lot upon okay. rewatch. Hmm. As someone who has only seen I think the first three or four episodes of yeah. Detective Two, I will say that the f- by three or four episodes, I was like shit yeah and high-fiving myself all the time yeah. after the first step season. Yeah. I was not that way in after, season two. No, not at all. Like, and it, it does get better as it goes on. Like, okay. like um, especially, what's his name? Vince Vaughn's weaker moments are at the start of the season, and he gets, like, way better towards yeah, yeah. the end. So, I like that guy. That, that actor Vince has... Vaughn? Yeah. He, this is, like, the best thing I've ever seen him in, in terms of, like, acting. Capital, ever, capital A Did acting. you ever see him in the movie where he played a serial killer who was, like, tricking a guy... That he was like his best friend. No, that it's, sounds great. It's quite good. It's like one of his earlier films too. He's like yeah. he plays like a like that was what the movie that where when Vince Vaughn was cast and everyone was like, "Who do you cast a comedian?" Whatever. I was yeah. like, "Have you seen this one movie? <laughs> <laughs> this one movie he did a long time ago." That was the movie that like made me less skeptical about the casting. Yeah, I fucking really. I'm super bummed out. I'm well, gonna look it up. I'm, I'm like super super pumped about Vince. He he did a fantastic job, particularly in the last two episodes. Things get really intense for him. Mm-hmm. Although they get intense for everybody. Speaking of. Vaguely I just I was super disappointed by the first episode. It took so long mm-hmm. 
to to paint out their characters. The thing and I was that, like, I get it, but like you can flash back to this stuff or space it out a little bit or yeah, something. Like I just this is a long time to say I should care about these characters and credits. I was like, fuck, That's yeah, an hour of roughness. They they like. It, the, the whole thing suffered a little bit from pacing issues. Like the first, the first season had that really excellent like flash back and forward in time to like give you a, a, a sense to like get the characters in different scenes and yet still stay attached to them, kind of. And and like yeah. the framework of of uh, like looking back on on the past is something you could immediately grab onto. And because there's four main characters in the second season, they don't get the time to do that flash back and forth. So it kind of like you put less time into every character and. I think it suffered for that. I think the show really needs, or like, just the style that they're doing, it works better focusing on a smaller number of characters much more intimately. Also, the murder mystery was more instantly engaging. Absolutely. In the yeah. first season. You're like, oh, this is a weird culty kill of someone who is probably nice and not, Yeah. oh, this is some kill of a crooked politician. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's less meaty. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I, I still am... Reticent. I mean, can you understand them? I had a hard time understanding the actors in the first season. Nope. I don't understand what, how that you could have that. I just c- couldn't understand them speaking. Like, just Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey couldn't understand a word they were saying. Really? Can you yeah. understand them normally? I'm sorry? Can you understand them normally? Um, like, H- H- Woody's... He talks like Woody. Yeah, I mean... I mean, I've seen him in stuff, and I understood him just fine, but it, just in this, he was always eating his words. I don't know. And his feelings... <laughs> the film is well, Clay Pigeons. He was eating a lot. Clay Pigeons? Clay Pigeons. It's a 1998 show. film where Vince Vaughn plays Lester Long, a serial killer who strikes up a friendship with Clay Hewitt as played by Joaquin Fer- like Phoenix, yeah. and then decides to frame Joaquin Phoenix for the murders that he's committing. Huh. Like, super charismatic serial killer, like, fucking not at all the, like, guy you'd think of Vince Vaughn. But yeah, that yeah. was the movie that I saw, and I was like, oh, he can do something other than being... Wedding crash. Well, the 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 performances of the four leads were, I think, high points of the whole show. Like all of them, in their own way, fucking delivered stellar, stellar, stellar performances. Even Muscle Man push-ups. Yeah, yeah. Muscle Man (laughs) push-ups. If you've seen the show, you know who I'm talking about. Like Cop McCopperson, who rides a motorcycle and does his Taylor Kitsch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, who has this kind of like he was like I can't remember if I'm three or four episodes in. At three or four episodes in, I'm like. Oh, you're so deep. Oh, look at you. Don't well, want to f- form any relationships with the ladies because you're, you're too distracted from the fact that you were in Blackwater. <laughs> like, yeah, it's all good. It, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just care. saying, but that's that's the guy. And okay. You'll see early on. If, if he gets good, it gets good. But yeah. I was like, fucking, I had a, such a hard time caring, giving any kind of shits about him. You'll you'll see it yeah. with him. Yeah. Oh, guys, Taylor. guys, you guys. Yeah. I've been watching this really intense show. Okay. Like, blew my mind. Is heavy. Even got John. Are you going to do... It's going to be fucking My Little Pony, isn't it? It's Teen Wolf! Oh, <laughs> Teen Wolf? The show? Yeah, there's like five seasons or some shit. And yeah, yeah, Robin yeah. was telling me about it. And one of the guys that are in it, one of the older actors, I'm like, okay, he's hot. I'll watch it. <laughs> I'm that cheap, yes. And um, actually, it was pretty good. It was well written. I mean, some of it's pretty lame, especially like, like the romance. <laughs> fucking Teen teenagers, Wolf. I don't give a shit. If I'm not mistaken, it was one of those shows like Vampire Diaries that benefited from, like, 
the Twilight explosion. Okay, no. The thing is... It benefited from. I'm not saying it's based on. No, let me say my fucking point. Okay. <laughs> no, Vampire Day and Diaries is a piece of fucking shit. I tried watching that trash, and I cried for days. I could not do it. It was so bad. Yeah. That's I'm, how bad. I was like, no, humanity not, is dead. I'm not comparing the shows. I'm saying that like there was like that boom of fucking supernatural shows that happened yeah. due to Twilight. Yeah, no, Some of them true. were probably good, and some of them were shitty. Yeah, no, but this, this is fun. I've watched the first season. I kind of fucking power watched all 12 episodes in one weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really hooked. It's is stupid. Any, is, it has some really positive shit. They have one of the main characters who is not a made fun of character, or like a respected athlete, smart student in the school who's popular, mm-hmm. who is openly gay. And I think that's fucking awesome. I guess so. Yeah. It's 2015. It's I know. You'd think you'd deal. see more of that shit, but you fucking don't. I, really? No, you don't. You see Glee. And the gay kid, the only openly gay kid in there is, like, bullied hardcore at school. Except for the cheerleader. She's and like Paranorman. Yeah, but she hides the fact that she's gay. You guys remember Paranorman? No. Yeah. There was the openly gay character in Paranorman. I don't remember that. The jock. Oh, oh yeah. But at the end, he's like, I like boys. And they're like... He's we, a fucking like, tool, though. They're like, we know, Butch. We know. No, he wasn't a tool. There was yes, the other was. one. There's the other one. There's the two guys who had a crush on each other. One wasn't a tool, and one was a tool. Oh, yeah, the, the older brother yeah, yeah, yeah. the sister had a crush on. Yeah, yeah exactly. he's a tool. But that was a movie. I know, but it was still, it was still like a movie aimed at like... Also, not crazy. a real person. It's an animated character. So like, if it's like not <gasps> animated, I find it's more relatable for people. S- is this character that you speak of have any superpowers? He does not, as so far as I am in the series. <laughs> <laughs> if he's a real person with superpowers, I have more respect for him than an animated <laughs> character with no superpowers. No, he's like one of the star lacrosse players, and I think it's, I don't know, I thought it's cool. It has some pretty interesting things, but, and like the girl who's like princess save me girl is mm-hmm. like, fuck this shit, I'm going to learn to be badass. And I think that's cool too. That is like Bobby the Vampire Slayer from literally 20 years ago. Yeah, but. There are a lot of gay a people. Different. I like too. it. Yeah. If got, some of whom had superpowers. Is, is there in any way, shape, or form wait, wait, cameos by Michael J. Fox or Jason Bateman? No, nope, Maybe being neither. gay gives you superpowers. <laughs> it should. I wrote a comic about that in high school. You about wrote be, a gay comic? How being gay gives you superpowers? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I want to make out. I want superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, God, they're making out. <laughs> I, also, I, okay, guys, I'm going to fly salvage, off the balcony now. They salvage styles. Styles is like a fucking nuisance in in the in the movies from the what? 80s, but in this what? no Styles is the coolest one. No, are you kidding me? I he's such to a be Styles. Okay, well in this show you want to be Styles because he's awesome. The he's only the person one. I identified with was Styles. He's the most popular one. He throws it the best fucking parties. Fucking figures, Keith. <laughs> I don't remember Team Wolf whatsoever. <gasps> Come over. <laughs> Pause everything. I own it on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> I do it. Yeah. Was with Michael J. Fox? The first, the first one. one. And then Jason uh, Bateman in the second one. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Yes. Both teen Wolf 2. T-O-O. Because he's also a Teen Wolf. Yeah, right? exactly. He's cousins of the first one because the first one went off to college. Because it's a family curse I as opposed you. to you get bitten kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, think it, I think Affleck is in the first Teen Wolf. As like a, bu- like a, he plays like a buddy. As a bad is guy? It? I think so. I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen Teen Wolf, man. One of the, one of the jobs I the don't remember that. I, I watched it recently. I made John watch it because he'd not it, seen any, it. Think of a movie that is, uh, you know, the nerdy kid does good in sports where Michael J. Fox plays the basketball star. Yep. Yep. Exactly, what? but he can jump. <laughs> <and> do, <laughs> is he like five foot four? Yep. But then he can become a, a wolf and then do flips, and everyone's like, yeah, what? winning. Right. As opposed to what the shit happened. <laughs> he just became a wolf man. Yep. yep. <laughs> oh, the 80s. <laughs> 
My best friend's a werewolf. I'm going to put that on a t-shirt and sell it. Mm-hmm. We are, can are be invited to parties now. That was Styles. That was useless. Yeah. No. He's super cool. No. No, he was not. Mm. This one is cool. Styles but yeah, no, it's cool. worth a watch if you're into something like kind of kitsch but fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I enjoy it. I saw The Age of Ultron, you guys. Really? I finally <laughs> did it. I didn't see this one. It's like finally a Marvel movie I have not seen. I saw it on an airplane. Was it good? It was acceptable. Yep. Like, that was literally my feelings for it. I watched so many movies because when we went to Taiwan, there's like fucking 16 hours of flights. Yep. So it was just like movies all the way there and movies all the way back. I, I went to see it a couple poorly. weeks ago with John, actually, now that I remember. You did see it? I did see it. I you Say something about it. these movies. Here's the thing about The Age of Ultron. It shouldn't be called The Age of Ultron. It should be, should be called The Afternoon of Ultron. What? Because he fucking, at best, threatens the world for an afternoon. I was like... Just based on the title alone, knowing nothing about the film, uh-huh. in my head, Ultron took over the internet and shut down the world. Something that Ultron could easily do, he's Ultron. Uh-huh. That's not what he did. He took over the small country that Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch are from, and then he decided to live... the no. no. No, no, no. They're from like some one of those made-up Marvel Eastern Latveria. block. Latveria. Kind of They're not from Latveria. They're from, <laughs> no, like, but like, that's where Dr. Doom is. Mosentrokia yeah. or something. Some right. Whatever. And then he lifted up the country, then he was going to drop it on the planet and fucking like a meteor and create an ice age. That was Ultron's huh. big plan. But the thing is, like from the moment that he started being like, I'm going to kill the planet, to when the Avengers inevitably stopped him, spoilers, the Avengers win. Oh, dude, Why? Because it's been out the, for months and the Avengers spoiled win. the movie. Because they didn't just end that the Marvel. Not they didn't just end the Marvel Cinematic Universe in <laughs> Avengers 2. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Yeah. Uh, there was like an afternoon. It was like sun up to sundown. Ultron mm-hmm. was really causing problems. Well, it's something you want to deal with right away, right? But you then don't you don't, don't call it the age day. of Ultron. You could literally call it like the rise of Ultron or like the, the, th- of Ultron? the threat of Ultron or just That's sort of like. Like really, if it took them a few hours to fix this problem, like they might have well just been like. We help Hulk move to a new place. Yeah, He's got that would stuff. be an epic story. That takes place in about an afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that was hilarious is okay. So this is actually spoilers from the Avengers. Do you guys? Do you guys really? No. I already told Scott. Yeah. Sophie already knows. I've seen it. Did not get the warning. He just just threw just it, out. it right there. So him. Marvel has he a quick respects me. Yeah, mm. a little, <laughs> just a teeny tiny, teeny, teeny tiny bit. So m- both Marvel and Fox. Have there's like a dubious link to um, Quicksilver, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Witch because they're members of the X Men and they're members of Avengers, right? And it's like blurry enough on which team they're a part of that apparently for some reason courts or whatever have agreed that they're just like they can both be in the X Men and right. in Avengers. And That's Quicksilver cool. in the X Men was fucking amazing. Correct. Yeah. And in fact, and then Marvel was like, we're going to have our own Quicksilver, and it's going to be a more quick, more mature Quicksilver, and everyone will have the difference. And apparently Quicksilver in the X-Men was so amazing yeah. that Marvel was just like, well, just fuck this. <laughs> and they just kill him at the end. Really? And apparently a big part of it, like supposedly if you believe like internet blogosphere and stuff, was Marvel was just like, he's just not as cool as Fox's Quicksilver, and, and we're just going to get compared to him all the time, and we didn't do it as well. And fucking what's-his-name, Tate, nailed yeah. the fucking role, and everybody Did. loved it. I don't remember him. So, from Days of Future Past? I don't remember him. When he had the super, the sweet scene where he puts in the headphones, and he's just, like, running, and what he's listening to fucking... so good. Some classic rock song, yeah. and he's just, like, doing laps around, fucking, like, fixing catching everything. Catching all the bullets. And catching the all, all the bullets and, like, off. tapping the guy's hat off and, like, it's, drinking... It's the song, If I Could uh, Save Time in a Bottle. If I Could Save Time in a Bottle. Yeah, but then it becomes, like, something more classic rock. Yeah. Like. I remember the scene now, yeah. but... Okay. He's oh, cool and he's I did jerk. not like yeah. him. Really? I did what? not like him. I preferred the uh, Avengers one. Why? 
Um, I found him uh, more relatable. I thought this one looked a bit like a D-bag. Um, it's because you don't have the Raging Heart on for Tate like we do. Like, also, for who? also, Quicksilver Tate. is the, the an unrelatable uh, D-bag. Yeah, exactly. Quicksilver is a monster D-bag almost He's, in every portrayal of him. Quicksilver is not a D-bag. He's just an asshole. That's what he is. Like, this guy just seemed to me like a smarmy tool. Yeah, but he was a teenage version of him. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I preferred the Avengers one. I thought, like, he was a bit full of himself kind of asshole, which was cool. But, but kind of rede- redeemable, which is still too nice for what Quicksilver. You didn't watch American Horror Story. You didn't watch American Horror Story. But do you know the do you know the in comics explanation for why Quicksilver's an asshole all the time? Could it be because his dad is no, Magneto? No, 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 no. no. Uh, I got this one. Peter it's David real. wrote a comic. It's the uh, best called X Factor, where they worked for the government, mm-hmm. and Quicksilver was a member of this team. And a few issues into the run, someone calls him on being, being an asshole all, the, all time. the time, and he was like, "Look, I live my life." at a hundred times faster than you do. Have you ever been to the bank and you're waiting for the bank machine and it's only one machine and there's a little old lady in front of you in the machine. She doesn't know how to use it and you're just super annoyed. You just want to walk over there and do it for her. That is every single moment of my life. Leave me the hell alone. <laughs> that you, explains it well. You opening a door. Yeah. Fucking, I'm like, it could be done already. <laughs> just like, he's like, I'm like, he, he, he's like, I'm slowing down my vocal cords so you can understand me. Like, this conversation is, is boring, already man. boring. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's taken me too long to say this. So, yeah, just constant asshole. Not just from the events that happened to him. He's just, like, irritated and impatient. In life, and Constantly. I was like, and I was like, that would suck so hard. True. <laughs> like, I do. I do remember that scene being cool. I do remember that scene being cool, but I just didn't like him. I just thought he was too much of a walking gimmick. I don't know. I liked him. I thought it was like, as a teenage Quicksilver who really hasn't had to deal with like consequences or whatever, and dealing with the fact that he's just faster and can do fucking anything. You'd have this little cocky prick teenager who's like, yeah. I'm the fucking bee's knees. <laughs> I, I guess I just didn't like it. I, I preferred the... So what would you give the film? I would give the film... Somewhere... It was fun. In a, on the, I'm trying to like put it on the Marvel scale. It's like pretty low on the Marvel films. Really? Like, which yeah, is, it's not one of the best. Yeah, exactly. Like, Which is not to say that it was like bad in any way. I was just sort of like... Ant-Man was better. Way better. I didn't see Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. I just like watched it and, and fucking had a lemon grab moment and was like, Acceptable! And that was and like ha- I have not given Thor it a movies. single jewel. Yeah, of exactly. Yeah. And then Thor didn't movies, th- huh? Like the Thor movies. Yeah, kind of like the Thor films. Where you're like, mm-hmm. hey, this happened. Yep. Uh, the new Avengers kind of get formed at the end. Okay. Because. Um, because you have to at this point. Well, not only do you have to, but some people are a little annoyed at Tony Stark for building this evil robot. Yeah, exactly. Tony Stark built an evil robot, and mm-hmm. like there's kind of like the split between the Avengers and Tony Stark's a dick. Correct. <laughs> and then whatever, the new Captain America is going to be Civil War, so they need to have. Some people to fight fucking Captain America's besties. Right, right. So that's got to happen. Mm. I also speaking watched... Of, speaking of Marvel movies, uh, Fantastic Four in the news. Oh, Apparently it's the fucking been. apocalypse. I didn't yeah. even know that they were making one until they had a Rotten Tomatoes review. There were it. posters of it all over Taiwan. Yep. They were pushing that movie so hard wow. overseas. Like it's, it's because it was annihilated over here. Yeah. Two, two, days, two days before it was released. The director, the director shit, shit on, on it. it. Yeah. On, it was on like, Twitter. Well, this movie could have been good. You're like, oh. Oh, wow. Yeah. Then the day it was released, the lead actor, the guy that plays Mr. Fantastic, shit on it. He yeah. was like, well, you know, uh, wow. it's not a movie that people are going to like. He, it's, he it's was a movie in Whiplash, that's... and he was fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
he just he just crapped all over it too. He did was you like, see it? It though? doesn't need to be. I did not see it when the well, when the lead actor and the director both say this movie isn't that good. Yeah, I'm like, well, you know, maybe I'm gonna give this one. Well, suppo- yes. supposedly one of the major and. major problems with it is the ending. Where the ending, mm. the director had gotten fired off the set yeah. before they like before this had happened. He had shot an ending and everything, and they were like, "This is not enough of an action movie to fucking go toe to toe with what Marvel's doing. We need just like a fucking wham bam, full of explosions ending." And he was like, "That's really not what this movie's gonna do." And they're like, "Yeah, but fuck it, this is what this movie's gonna do." So they just like <laughs> shot an explodey ending, yeah. which apparently like comes complete left turn. Out of nowhere, characters stop acting like they've been acting for like the previous hour and a half and just start doing shit, flying around in explosions. And then every one of the reviews is like, and then it's over. And you're like, I was watching one movie, which wasn't great. Yeah. (laughs) And then there was just like explosions, random explosion packed ending where everybody stopped acting the way that they were acting before and just started flying around and shit. Fox had been sniffing around this as going, well, we own the Fantastic Four. We own X-Men. Mm-hmm. You know, we can Avengers our own superheroes here. This is going to be awesome. The day it was released, the reviews came out, and they're like, no, this happens in a different universe than X-Men. We are as different, separate, not wow. together wow. at all. Not, no. Speaking of X-Men, though, holy shit, Deadpool looks fun. God damn it. I good. have not watched the trailer. Yeah, it looks I amazing. don't want to. Really? I don't know. I'm kind of over. Like, Deadpool is so fucking everywhere, and Ryan Reynolds is as well, and so I'm a bit annoyed with it. He's so good at it, though. <laughs> He's so very good at being Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree that this is the role that he was fucking born to play, but like... He, this he, this is a, the best dream casting since Patrick Stewart as Professor and X. He's yeah. like, really, for just real. Like, yeah. he's man, like, you know who would be perfect to play this? That guy. And he's fully embraced it on Twitter and all that stuff. Like when he was like the Vancouver Sun, uh, whatever. Oh no, it was the CBC. <laughs> The CBC wanted to, like, he was in Vancouver, and the CBC wanted to do, like, a profile piece on him. And, like, and on Twitter, he's like, all right, CBC, you get my profile if you bring back Hawaii. Or no, not, not, if you bring back reruns beach of, of Beachcombers. <laughs> <laughs> and then they did. Like, they put it on at midnight or whatever. They're like, Beachcombers, back on the air. He's like, done. Like, just, like, trolling CBC. All of his fucking random-ass fucking tweets and shit are so funny. When they When they did the trailer trailer, and he's like... It's just like a slow pan onto like Deadpool sitting in like a, a high leather back chair, and it's like no, no, no. That's the trailer that was, trailer. That wasn't the trailer trailer. That was a it, short film that they shot on their own money no, to no, force Fox to no, make no, the no, movie because no, no, no. they leaked it at Comic Con. Yeah. The, the trailer trailer was when he's like, "My trailer's coming tomorrow." It's just him talking. There's no footage. Uh, that's not what the thing you're talking uh, about. It's just him there, and he's like, "From the studio." who inexplicably sewed his mouth shut the first time they put him in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> but they cast the same guy. <laughs> it just like keeps going on and on. Yeah. And he's like, comes a trailer tomorrow. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> over. Even, like, even the line from the trailer, like, we're going to make you a superhero. Fine, just don't make my suit green. We're animated. Exactly. <laughs> just, just so a meta. A shot, right? A Green Lantern. Yeah. Continual meta fucking nonsense or whatever. Yep. And I, I love, I just, they're so good about the line where they were just sort of like, you're like, a sense of humor usually doesn't survive the process. And he's like, yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, what's it? Uh, the fucking Monster Magnet song. Uh, Space Lord? Super Negasonic Teenage Warhead? Yeah. Yeah. Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Who's a character. Who's a ca- exactly, but it's named after the fucking Monster Magnet yeah. song. And he's just like, goes to the character and it's just sort of like, what's your name? And she's like, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. And he's like, that's awesome. <laughs> It's just, and then he fucking even has the, um, what's his, what's the name of the Deadpool layer? Like, what does he call it? He calls it like the, 
the dead pad or something. He calls it like something completely ridiculous. The blind. The only thing that has me really sad is I think there's Marvel no has there's no cable, which is kind of sad. Yeah. But more than that is that Marvel, the Marvel Studios, yeah. has such a deadlock on Hydra that I don't think we're going to get Bob. Yeah. Mm. Who is one of my favorite characters in yeah. comic books. This is all like Deadpool related? Because I never read it. Oh. Yeah. I never read Deadpool. Deadpool at one point attacks Hydra he needed on a, a contract. Okay. And then halfway through the attack, he decides he wants a sidekick. So he kidnaps one of the agents of Hydra, like the total grunt, like the like the, goons. the the guy manning the like surveillance cameras. Okay. His, <laughs> whose name is Bob. And he forces Bob to become his sidekick. For years. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And Bob just can't say or do anything because Deadpool will kill him. <laughs> like, Holy shit. And, and then Bob becomes really just part of his entourage, still wearing the Hydra outfit because he doesn't have anything else to wear. <laughs> it's just amazing. Oh, so and that funny. won't be included. That's sad. No, because no, I think the... he's too much in, into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And, yeah, exactly. And Hydra, Hydra's stuff. very, very big into the, the cinematic yeah. universe. Fucking, but the possibility for a Deadpool and Cable, though. I'm like, Cable hasn't even been in the X-Men films yet. Mm-hmm. But I was like, if they introduced... Days of Future Past, they didn't... There's cable? no cable. So, Bishop's, right? Bishop's mm-hmm. there. Cable's not. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you see the Deadpool video game at all? Did you play through any of that? I heard I've it was seen, amazing. I've seen I heard really good it, things yeah. about it, yeah. There's a, a cutscene with Cable. Yeah. That it just, if you love Deadpool and Cable, that you can look it up on YouTube. Just Deadpool Cable video game. Yeah. It's amazing. Deadpool Cable is probably one of my favorite runs of comics. Like, just in terms of, like, funny man, straight man. Because, like, Cable, cop, like, bad cop. Cable just never, like, Cable's, like, powerful enough that Deadpool can't just, like, take him out. Mm-hmm. But is also, like, straight enough that, he, like, he doesn't even always get Deadpool's joking. Like, it's just, it's so good. And then he becomes fucking Deadpool, or Cable becomes, like, president of Latvaria or whatever. What? And, then, and then Deadpool has, like, a string of partnerships trying yeah. to replace Cable. Yeah, exactly, because cause Cable can't go adventuring anymore because he's the president of some weird fucking country. He's got his own country, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, so he's like, you're not like Cable. <laughs> just gets mad. Like to he, Doctor Strange. But, like, vaguely, <laughs> like, just starts hanging out with Doctor Strange, and Doctor Strange is like, why are you here? He's like, you're my new sidekick. He's like, I'm absolutely not your sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> like, Aren't they doing a strange movie with Benedict yeah. Cumbersome? Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Humberflum. <laughs> the only man whose name is more preposterous than Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's Holmes cast that guy. I don't. He doesn't. Need, I don't even want to see him. I just like the name. <laughs> Pretty much. I also saw an important movie, guys. Mm-hmm. One might say one of the most important movies of our generation. Uh, Is it going to be lamer than Teen Wolf? Um, no, it's going to be much, much, much better. It's going to be the film Furious Seven. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Furious Seven. Apparently, it was and, amazing. And in a word, perfection. What? Really? <laughs> so good. God, is this now the Furious Are you crying podcast? because you're admitting to it's this? It's so or? fucking good. I mean, like, it's terrible. Like, yeah. every second of it is awful. But because every second of it is awful, it becomes I, fantastic. I think I only saw the fourth one, and it was just, like, an excuse to put them in cars and make them race around. And that's fine. Wait, like, that was fun. You jumped into the series at four? I know, I know, I know. I, I saw the four, four is also, like, the big down point of the series. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, five is the turnaround when they introduced The Rock. Like no, 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 no. Four is, four is the one I think I saw it with you where they the race around in mines all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, they race around in mines. Yeah, exactly. That's considered like the low point of the series. Really? I had fun with like, that. Like two and four are like the really bad ones. Two is Tokyo, right? No. Is that like the two Star is Trek Too rule? Fast, Too Furious. Tokyo not, Drift the, is the third one. Tokyo Drift is the Tokyo third Drift one. Tokyo Drift I saw when yeah. I was working at Blockbuster. Oh my God, that was a piece of shit. Anyway. <laughs> so here's the thing. I listened to another podcast. I'm sorry, guys. I've never wanted to beat an actor's face in just because of the way he looks. 
like I did with that guy. The, the, no, no, Vin's, Vin's barely in the third one. Really? He just he's right at the end. No, Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift has the lead guy. The guy, the guy from Han. Uh, American Gothic. His Han? name is Han. Whatever, man. Anyway. I feel bad. I feel guilty, but I just wanted to break his face. So there's a podcast called How Did This Get Made? Mm-hmm. And they talk, they're like in love with fucking the Fast and the Furious movies. And they were like, you need to understand that at this stage in the series... They are no longer humans. They are superheroes, and their superpowers are doing anything they want to with cars. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, that is what the team of Fast and the Furious are. And it's so ridiculous. Like, a fucking covert government agency, as fucking led by Kurt Russell, which is just also amazing, is Kurt like, Russell's we there? have this mission. And we think you're just the guys for the job. And I'm like, they're just car thieves. Still. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they? All the weapons you could fucking possibly want. Oh, my God. <laughs> and fucking unofficially endorsed by the U.S. government in a Isn't that what fucking Triple X was? Kind of. Kind of, but it's yeah. so much more than that. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. first of all, cars. cars fly through the air, which are not where cars go, at three separate occasions in the film. Like... They have a car in, like, three giant towers in Dubai, and they keep smashing out of the towers, flying through the air, into another tower, and then keep going lower. There's other scene where they showed in the trailers, cars flying out of airplanes. At one point, there's, like, a helicopter attacking it. So Vin Diesel just jumps his car up at the helicopter. People just dive out of cars. This sounds amazing. I'm telling you, perfect. (laughs) Like, just such nonsense nonstop, and just, like, the fucking... Like the Rock is around, mm-hmm. and like the the first fight scene is with the Rock and Jason Statham, who plays the main bad guy. That's another thing. Add Jason Statham to the mix because fucking you've got fuck? everyone who's a car person ever. Exactly, right, every right. person who's ever looked cool driving wait, wait, a car. Wait, wait. Nick Cage drive angry. I was gonna say gone in sixty seconds. Nick oh, Cage is the guy, in there. Seconds, I'm sure he's yeah. coming in f- for eight. Eight, yeah. Because oh. Paul Walker's dead. Vin Diesel needs a new best friend. Oh, don't say that cold <laughs> like that. Everybody's gonna cry. <laughs> It's going to be Nicholas Cage. Oh, <laughs> okay, it'll be even better because he'll be playing himself. It'll be Nic- Nicholas Cage as Nicholas Cage. <laughs> as you know him from. Right, drive, drive angry. angry. Speaking of Nicholas Cage. <laughs> no, even better than playing himself. He's playing Ghost Rider. <laughs> oh, my God. I was going to say, yes. another film that I watched, because yeah. not only do I have all the time on the planes, the only thing you can watch in English in Taiwan are the movie channels. There's like 10 of them. Right. There's like a bunch of movie channels that are just playing movies. So I got to watch The Sorcerer's Apprentice. <gasps> I saw that Nicolas movie. Nicolas Cage and Jay, Jay Baruchel. Yeah. Nicolas Cage is fucking ridiculous oh, in it. I did see that. Is it fucking uh, something? Uh, Alfred Molina's in there too. Alfred Molina plays the bad guy yeah. sorcerer. Who is this? So this is The Sorcerer's Apprentice, the, the gritty live action reboot of the beloved the Fantasia Mouse film. Fantasia? <laughs> the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Well, no, no, it's Kind of, yeah. It's pretty much like Harry Potter if it was set in New York and Dumbledore was Nicholas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> you should, That's what that movie You should was. sell that fucking tagline to the film. <laughs> Harry Potter if it was set in New, New York, York and Dumbledore, Dumbledore was Nicholas Cage. Cage. That's I'm, yes. I'm kind of on board. Like just yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, not, not Dumbledore was played by Nicholas Cage, but like actually was Nicholas Cage. Right. Like, Exactly, because he's just, he's absolutely Nicolas Cage in the film, yeah, and no, he makes he really no is. fucking sense at all in it. Melina did a good bad guy like he always it does. It's not the worst. No. I also saw, I'm just like running through rapidly through the movies that I've never Dang, gotten around to see. that's a lot. Yeah. Um, Ender's Game. Oh, yeah. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, and I'm still conflicted about whether or not I want to. You kind of shouldn't. They strip yeah. out any of the, like, 
fun. Deep. No, there's a lot of the fun. There's just no, no. deep psychological. Oh, you saw it too, Scott? Yep. Yeah. There's it's no deep psychological impacts to Ender. The thing is, it had everything the Scott's book had. Scott's eyes are haunted like with regret. Rampage through it so quickly. Yeah, just, you didn't just... have any time for any of it to mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like when... everything you liked about the book. You fucking was... guys all saw it. You yeah. all saw it. Okay. Yeah. I actually went to see it in theaters right when it came out because I was such a big fan of the book. Like, yeah. I, I it was just super like super to, neutered. You know? They tried, like they tried with yeah. the game and stuff. Like they even. They threw some of the game stuff in. It, the game room looked amazing. No, I'm not saying the game room. I'm saying the tablet. Oh, the tablet game. I can't believe how well they pulled it off. Yeah, exactly. But again, it was only pulled off like for like four minutes out of the running yeah, exactly. time, and not long enough to be as 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 like impactful to Ender as it was. Like his whole life has changed by that thing. Yeah. And there was, there was oh man. No, that I don't movie know, was awful. I'll yeah. probably watch it. I, it wasn't though. It was just it, like if they if they had, if they kept the same cast, the same budget, the same everything, just they split it into two movies. One movie up until he becomes the leader of a of the of what is it, Dragon, and then the other movie starts when he's leading Dragon until the end. Yeah. That would have been a perfect pair of movies. The other no, it was it was like it was like the internet made one of those seven-minute movies about a character that you really like mm-hmm. and just put it on YouTube, and you're like, oh my god, this is fan-made and awesome. That was what the Ender's Game movie was for people mm. who who liked that book. It's like, oh, this is cool. That kind of looks like that thing from the book, and you know, m- maybe this will convince them to make a big budget version. Yeah, like it's just so bad. Yeah, it was like very very new. The game room did look fucking amazing though. Eh? Yeah, like super like, cool. In in my head when I was reading it, I didn't picture that it was open to space. I, I did. It, white. it always looked internal. So yeah. I always pictured it white on the inside. Yeah, I always saw it like beige. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. It looked fucking like amazing. That, that the white 80s of were old beige, computers. man. Yeah. Like that yeah. white of old computers. That, yeah. that kind of <laughs> eggshell. Like a Tandy. Yeah. It looked like the inside of a Tandy. <laughs> the outside well, of a Tandy. I, like saw, of a tandy. I saw Tintin. Oh, that was fun. and? I liked it. That was Spielberg, right? Yeah, I yeah. think so, yeah. yeah. I, like, I'm disappointed it, in myself for not having it. It was a very it good adventure movie. It's on and it, Netflix. it was yeah, very Tintin-y. Yeah. Like, I was like, huh. Like, Tintin's just like up to his little tricks and Captain Maybe Haddock I'll take Captain a break Haddock. from Teen Wolf tonight and watch Tintin. Because it was pretty good. I grew I watched, up on that shit. I watched The Theory of Everything. Mm-hmm. The, Ooh, uh, the really sad one. Well, they, the Stephen Hawking story. I don't know how sad you can be. The guy should have been dead literally 40 years ago. Oh, and instead, no. he's expanded the realm of science. Exactly. But fair like, point, sir. Like, you get more out while of While losing all his interpersonal relationships. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. While becoming what? super distant. Okay, while like sad. having like him fucking really not want to go to the wheelchair. Yeah. Like, taking the wheelchair. Having just, like, seeing him fucking, like push through his fucking dissertations and stuff while it's just starting to lose his, like, motor skills and stuff. You're like, I, it gets pretty sad. It You're is. like, it's like, I'm like, in absolutely, if he was born in another time and whatever, he'd be absolutely dead. And even yep. then, he's also super lucky with, like, the way the ALS has fucking, like, yep. attacked his body. Like, there's a bunch of things that he has going for him. It's still quite sad to watch. The actor fucking does it amazing, though. Who yeah. plays him? I don't even know. Okay. But it's one actor who plays it all the way across from like Happy Go Lucky. The guy from Jupiter Ascending. I heard huh? that was terrible. Whoa. Jupiter Ascending. Okay, but so there's he's in Jupiter. The guy who plays Stephen Hawking is in Jupiter Ascending. Who does he play? What's he his plays name? the bad guy. What's his name? The the bad guy from Jupiter you know, Ascending. He's not Channing Tatum. Now I'm very very interested in him. Yes. Now, now that he said Jupiter Ascending, yeah, I got very interested. Also, that movie is really awful. That movie. Is I heard. Yeah. Anyway, I kind of wanted to see it though. But yeah, then. watching watching the, the the slow decline of Stephen Hawking. Eddie Redmayne. Yep. Was that him? Damn it. I know right. that name. So, cause, so what's his name is in it also? Something Hog? Something Bog? Mm. <laughs> look at Jupiter <laughs> Ascending and look for a guy named Bog or Hog. <laughs> mm, Google, Jones, help me out Tom here. Pryor? No. Oh, no. Hey, there were two actors, man. Tom Pryor played young uh, it's Robert Hawking, age 17, and Stephen Hawking is Eddie Redmayne. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
No, no, I was saying Jupiter Ascending. Okay. Don't even watch Jupiter Ascending. I don't, don't want to watch Jupiter Ascending. It. it looked real bad. What is it? It's the Wachowskis uh, fucking travesty that was such a movie that was Channing so, Tatum and so good Lewis. it got released in February. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that time of year mm. where, like, I, Frankenstein gets released. No, no, that, that was a January movie. That was a January movie? Yeah, January's even worse. Okay. Is Jupiter Ascending might have also been a January movie. After the Christmas rush. Uh, which I character w- from Jupiter Ascending? Just look look for an actor named Hog or Bog. There's s- no such thing. Yeah, I yeah bet. there is. Nope. We shouldn't even be talking this Frog much about Stone? that. Frog Stone? I don't know, man. No, no, not a character. The actor. I don't know, man. This is a quality content, boy. Whatever, man. I don't even care. There's a guy named Stinger Alpini. Oh, no, that's Sean Bean. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking at character names again. I, I went to Dollar Cinema yesterday, and I saw Selfless. Selfless. What's what that was about? Selfless? It is Ben Kingsley's an old dude. Uh, and he's dying, and he gets his um, his himself basically uh, through some neurology kind of scientific thing uh, downloaded into another body that was supposedly lab grown. Mm-hmm. Um, so he wakes up in this new body. Who is uh, what's his face? Deadpool. Okay, Ryan Reynolds. What? Ryan what? Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah, yeah him. Um, and basically, through a series of of events, finds out that the body was not lab grown. It is a man mm-hmm. who volunteered his body for whatever personal reasons, and he uh, gets some memories back from this man's life. Weird. Yeah. So it's selfless because he ends up setting order into that man's life and everything and at the end he makes the right decision I won't ruin it but it was so predictable the whole fucking movie was predictable and kind of annoying but it had some really fucking cool scenes hmm. so I was disappointed but I paid two dollars for it so I'm good yeah kind of yeah. wins kind of wins I, so did it have AC in the theater there, yeah. there was AC for which I was very well pleased. spent two dollars yeah for real <laughs> yeah I really pos- I have no idea what movie I was thinking of before mm-hmm. the actor I was thinking of was Edward Hogg uh-huh. But uh, who was from White Lightning? And for some reason, I thought he was in oh, Jupiter Ascending. Yeah, White Lightning. Yeah, Remember yeah. That? For some reason, I had like in my head that he was in Jupiter Ascending. Okay. Yeah, White Lightning was fantastic. Yeah. How are we doing for time, John? Uh, we have another eight minutes. Eight minutes. Um, Let's force some content in, guys. I don't think we necessarily have to force some content mm-hmm. in. I could talk about Furious Seven. How do you feel? How, <laughs> d- <laughs> how do you feel having Miss Fantasia this year for the first time in forever? Yeah. I felt pretty bummed. I'm but sorry, then I went Keith. to Taiwan, and it was awesome. Yeah, that is so. a pretty good trade-up. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It sounds like the movies you watched made up for Fantasia. Yeah. Did <laughs> I watch sure. anything like really, really weird and shitty? Oh, I saw Maleficent. Oh, oh did yeah. you? He was not fantastic. No, <laughs> no was, I d- I'd imagine it was it's quite not. terrible. But the, the twist, I'm going to spoil Maleficent. Yeah. I don't care. Okay, I just wanted to check with Sophie. The only no, person okay. who maybe would watch the movie here. <laughs> I am. I'm going to watch it, but but for makeup reasons. So, uh, the makeup did look awesome. What yeah. a twist. She was the hero the whole time. <laughs> That's the twist. <laughs> That's the twist. Maleficent. I don't, I don't get it. Maleficent, guardian of the Moors. She's a fucking misunderstood soul. Yeah, oh. exactly. She she okay, she was like scorned by a human lover, and then like cursed his offspring preemptively to be like fuck you and your offspring, and then fucking fell in love with. That's not Rose Red. Who is it? Aurora. Aurora fell. Then then like started being like hanging out with Aurora, and like Aurora's not so bad, but then couldn't remove her own curse because her curse was made through love scorn, so it was like powerful magic, and then had to like work her way around the thing and even when she became the dragon and everything else like that it was because the prince was the bad guy what right <gasps> what a twist so yeah uh-huh. mm-hmm. and i was like but well, this is like a disney movie so ladies I was like, never trust men they are pretty evil. much mm-hmm. i was like but well, this is a disney movie so now i'm like chronologically led to believe that the story of sleeping beauty is a lie <laughs> 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 like i'm like that happened and then maleficent happened and then i was like oh, okay they fixed the story like 
if I'm understanding. Maybe they're making space for a Maleficent 2 to like set Maybe. things right. I hope Maleficent not. 2, T-O-O. Yeah. It's a sec- because, <laughs> it's a, because it's the second Maleficent. Uh, have you seen any other movies? On no one was impressed by my ability to pull out Sleeping Beauty's name. I'm, it was pretty I good. Know my princesses. To be fair, I fucking drew a way, a way obscure one when I said Rose Red. I don't even yeah, know what Rose Red's in, other than fucking Fables? Snow White. Yeah, that's it. Fables, yeah, she's a pretty yeah. big deal in there. Aurora's a pretty big Well, Aurora sleeps the entire thing with all of her fucking... I thought you guys were just making that Bobby. shit up. I still don't know what you're talking about. Disney! Princesses, bro! Princesses! Get with it! <laughs> What's the name of the Little Mermaid? Ariel? There you go. Well done. Is she a princess? I guess so. Yeah, she, King her, Triton. Her, she her is a princess. King. Yeah. So the other thing that I did... Was I read a Discworld novel? Did you? Oh, what? Was it good? It was delightful. Oh, it was what? Super fun. Discworld. A Discworld novel written by Terry Pratchett. It's a fun. He wrote like comedy of them, right? Forty of them. Forty. <laughs> wow. Okay. Forty. I know. I, Discworld was always daunting for mm-hmm. me because there's f- there was like when I started reading books, there were already twenty of them, like yeah. by 1987 or whatever. And he just kept going. Yeah, exactly. And he yeah. just kept fucking writing. I think he even brought out the last one posthumously. I think. And Wait. There was, what? Like, Terry Pratchett died. Yeah, did yeah. he? Okay, killed himself. No. Wait, did he? Whoa. Did he? What? It's debatable. Died quietly in his sleep while no one was looking. Right. Slash probably killed, killed himself. himself. He, but he put out a documentary a year before saying how he was going to kill himself. Yes, like exactly. <laughs> but then did it in such a way that Jesus it didn't Christ. get. I've not heard any of this. Nor Terry, do I know Terry about his Pratt, you know, I've Terry, heard the name he several Alzheimer's. times. Yeah, exactly. He did had he? debilitating okay. Alzheimer's and was like, "I don't want to put my family through this, and I very famously want to kill myself. Yeah. And I think it should be legal for someone to kill himself while he's of sound mind and body because I won't be because I have Alzheimer's." And okay. part of the deal was he couldn't do it. Uh, he wasn't sick enough from the Alzheimer's to kill himself and yeah. until the Alzheimer's took away his mind to the point where he wouldn't have the cognitive ability to, to like, say that I'm going to kill myself. Yeah, to exactly. be a sound mind to make the decision. So yeah. he was, like, caught in a little bit of a bind. But I think he went to Sweden or something where it is legal. Norway, maybe? He didn't do it. He died in England. Okay. I mean, like, he, or at least... <coughs> Not quote unquote. He yeah. didn't do it yeah, because yeah, it would have yeah. been illegal for anybody to assist him. Yes. So who, yeah. if he did do it, yeah. he did it in such a way that he either self-administered when like wh- before he was fully gone, mm-hmm. and someone just fucking disposed of the needle or whatever and kept their mouth shut, yep. and then yep. fucking small town England maybe just didn't even investigate. Who fucking knows? Because he lives in like a little fucking hamlet somewhere, or whatever. Right. Anyway, he wrote this book stories, book of stories. There's forty of them, all set in the world which is a lot like our world, except that it's a disc that's on the back of four elephants that's on the back of a turtle that's climbing up a waterfall in space. Turtles all the way down? There's one turtle and there's four elephants standing on the turtle, and there's a big disc, big old disc on the backs of the elephants. Okay, well, that seems just nonsensical. (laughs) Cherry Pratchett, everybody. I don't know if I can believe this. (laughs) I don't (laughs) think I can do it, you guys. But that's just like the base (laughs) premise. That has nothing to do with the world. So anyway. What's the first... What, is it Magic Kingdom for sale? I've never read any of them. Regardless, no so I've discovered, one. I was always very daunted to where to start oh, yeah. with them, especially since I heard they didn't start great. Yeah. Like, he didn't really have his fucking, like, he was like 20 when he was writing the first one, right? Hmm. So he didn't really have his voice down and all that stuff. And like, it's not a fantastic thing. And I found a big old chart online. Neat. Of, where to like, start? different starting points that are, like, equally good. And I started at his fourth book, a book called Mort. Mm-hmm. Which I also, because this was like the first of like his series about death and how the creature death works in Discworld. Yeah. And which I also thought would be kind of interesting to read given that, you know, like 
to read this guy's fictionalized version of how death works when he yeah. just died. I thought it was like, nah, I'll do that. So I read Mort, which is death decides to, that he's been doing his job too long, so he takes an apprentice and then like starts like slowly giving him more and more death duties. But it's just like a dude, mm-hmm. you know, and he's like not death. He's not like a fucking anthro. What do they call it? Like an anthropological manifestation of, of inevitability whatever which god is like, how did you do that like that's what death is right but it's right. just like so he can do the job but like john can't <laughs> you know so it's like but that, i'm like getting the duties yeah exactly yeah. But he's getting the duties of it was it good it's really it's it's a little more like fluffy than i had hoped i don't know if he maybe gets like it's obviously going to be like goofy like i would liken it the most to like hitchhiker's guide like, oh my huh. god, you guys! I just saw pictures of Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker for Episode Seven. Doesn't it look awesome? My god! Did you guys <laughs> visual cues on a podcast, yep. everybody? Did you see the um, the promo pic was released for Rogue One? No. Yep, I did see that. Looks good. That looks really. And Sophie will good. love this because what? Donnie Yen is in it. Don- Donnie Yen's in what? Rogue One, the new Star Wars movie. Really? The spinoff. What yep. is he playing? It's the first spinoff. He's playing a rebel fighter. Oh, that's gonna he wait. Plays but Donnie Yang. Rogue Two. Yeah. <laughs> but is he going to fight, like, outside the... the Presumably. There's no... Because you can't of... cast fucking Donnie Yen and not have him hand-to-hand some shit. I don't shit. think any of them are Jedi. I think there was a, th- a big thing that they're not going to let any of them be Jedi. Well, yeah, be... but he can still hand-to-hand. He can still have I fucking think, sweet yeah. fights. I think Rogue oh my One, God. I think the first movie is the story of stealing the plans to the Death Star. Ooh. That'd be cool. That's what I think it is. Awesome. Oh, man. Which would be... I'm so happy for Donnie Yen. <laughs> like, many, many Bothans, Bothans died, died to bring us this information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's going to be Bothan Massacre. <laughs> <laughs> you were Pretty dead. Pretty much just Donnie Yen kicks them to pieces. <laughs> just beats the shit out of Bothans. <laughs> Twist, Bothans were the bad guys the whole time. <laughs> Donnie Yen just unleashed a holocaust on them. Wow. <laughs> his, little, his little kung fu slippers. <laughs> Donnie Yen kung fu slippers. Please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number 9to5dotcc, 9to5.cc on Facebook. And uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number 9to5cc number on Twitter. So uh, And also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have Zombies and Loathing After the Bomb usually on Tuesdays. We have a new comic in 9to5 Illustrated every Wednesday. A new podcast every week, usually on Thursday. It's either going to be a 9ES or a Go Plug Yourselves. And on Fridays, we have Fine Arts with either Sophie and Scott. And, uh, you know, maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point, too. You can only hope. Alright, thanks. 9to5.cc We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening.